super hard. That's um, a, you sound good right in the mic. In the kitchen. I don't know if people uh, recognize your voice. Uh, welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today, I have a very, very good friend that I've known for at least 20 years or oh, more. Oh, they know his voice. I'm yeah, sorry. and I haven't seen you for so long. Um, do I say Travi McCoy? Travis McCoy. What do you, you like? Whatever, whatever I, I like tickles Travi. your pickle. I like Travi. Whatever, whatever tickles your pickle, Tobe. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Like you said, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, man. It, it, it was interesting yesterday because Adam22 was on, and then I was like, who do you got next? They like, got yeah, Travi. I'm like, get the fuck out. He's coming here tomorrow. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a small world, man. Absolutely. You know? Yesterday was a strange day, all all in all. Like, yeah. Because I, I did the no jumper, and he was late coming from your spot. <laughs> And then oh, he's like, Yo, I just, I just, uh, he's like, I just came from Toby's. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm doing this shit tomorrow. And Damn. I showed him the, the tattoos that you did on me. Yeah. The PMA tattoo. And, uh, Called you out for being super heavy-handed as well. Like, <laughs> I'm sure. Sorry about that. This, this motherfucker had the the gun <laughs> in my shit, like <laughs> like a dungeon dragon and shit. But um, um, and then so we go right after uh no was it right after no jumper we went to the the tank. Yeah, so right after no uh, Adam's podcast, no jumper, we went to these uh, this place called the Float Lab. Yeah, I want to do that. Sense, oh, sense, oh, insane! Never I've been, done it. I've been stoked to do it all my life, but scared at the same time. Like scared yeah. of shit. But we did it, and um, I came out feeling like a jellyfish, like <laughs> like, Are but you, feeling like a like a newborn. Is your head in there? Because I get claustrophobic with shit like that. Well, well, yeah, you're 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 basically you climb in, your feet are to the door, and you like lay back. You have earplugs in, so okay. the water comes like. Like cheek high, okay. You know what I mean, like over your ears, but like it's completely black, completely silent, and it's just you with you. Damn. You know what I'm saying? It's just pretty intense, man. Did, but so you, so you're, it's like an eggshell kind of thing, or no? Um, it it kind of looks like a like a like a, a like a freezer a butcher would have. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm okay, not to freak you out anymore, but so how long are you in there for? Uh, two hours. Fuck, Yo, man. And, but the thing is, like, you have no concept of anything while you're in there. So like. When they knock, I'm like, damn, that was two hours. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, it was a whole, like it was already nighttime. And Are you shit. asleep? Like, you fall asleep? I didn't fall asleep. I definitely was like in a zoning. Yeah, zoning hard. Like, and then you open your eyes and everything's still completely black. So your brain, your eyes and brain are trying to like make sense with what's going on. So you start kind of like start seeing like shapes and shit. Like it was, it was some crazy. Wow. I'll tell you, I, I had the best sleep I've had. In a long ass time. So you feel refreshed when you get out of there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and hungry, and hungry, and hungry. And you can't, you can't hear nothing. Your heartbeat, nothing. Your head. Oh, you actually like that's that would trip all you me can out. hear. Okay. You, can, you can hear like your breathing and your heartbeat. Like, Damn. like it's intense, man. And so, what is it, what's that, that supposed to do for you? Just um, just, reset just a break from this all this fucking madness. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like a complete break, and it's you and you alone. Just like, and it's funny because I was thoughts. like, with your thoughts, with your thoughts, and, and the thing is like. For me, with my experience, like yesterday, when you first go in, you're thinking about everything, like, because you're just there in the dark, and I'm like, yeah. fuck. And then once you like hone in and like, all right, I got two hours to just do nothing. Like that's when you like kind of lock in and get comfortable and float. Zone out, yeah. Float on. Two hours away from your phone's pretty fucking awesome See, too. Yo, like two hours away from everything. Yeah, it's even better. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like, that's like the main fucking. Addiction for all of us, I think the phone, but yeah, yeah, for uh, sure, for sure. So you would do Absolutely. it again. I'm gonna try it too. You told me where it is. I'm definitely gonna try that. Yeah, for I think, sure. Where, where's it? Westwood, you said. Yeah, you got to, you got to, and okay. then, then you gotta call me and tell me how you, how you, how your experience was. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, 
That'll probably trip me out, but I definitely want to do it. And when people get, what's that called? When they get their full body scanned or like an X-ray or MRI or something. Yeah, so you go yo, inside that thing. I've had to do that many that times. That looks scary that, to me. That shit is scary. And and the thing about that is like, you go in and you're like on like laid flat. You're laid flat, but then you just hear this kank, kank. Like this, it sounds like somebody's taking a fucking like a, a wrench and just smashing it on the side of the the machine you're wow. in and it, they give you headphones but it doesn't do anything like you can feel it going through but it's it's that shit was scary like it, Damn. compared to the float tank nothing like that shit is that's some other shit like what you have to get that for a ton of shit knee surgeries okay. um shit like i had to get i i had a concussion once and i had to go into that motherfucker too and damn yeah that shit's scary i've man. always seen this i get tripped out just going into like a um, bathroom on an airplane yeah. I don't know why it's That's, so. Oh man, it shit trips me out try too. Being, try being six six and as yeah. big as me, bro. Like I gotta like, like <laughs> yo, yeah. I can't. You can't really see what I'm doing right now, but you gotta like. <laughs> I gotta like maneuver and like pop a, a shoulder out of place and shit to get out. Just to go to the bathroom in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back, readjust. How know? tall are you? Six six? You said? Yeah, man. How tall do you think Adam is? Ah, uh, he, he might be. He might. I, I seen the pit. We took a picture. Yeah, and we're kind of. He might be six five six six. Okay, yeah. yeah. That was. I, I just have terrible posture. That's the thing. Mm. I got to work on that. So, uh, <laughs> how are you? How are you doing good through the, the pandemic and stuff? I mean, in the beginning, I mean, it was. I, I get. I like to think it was just as scary for everybody else as, yeah. as it was for me. Like, and New York was fucking. It's crazy. Oh man, man. like pff, seeing pictures of. Times Square completely empty. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, the shit looked like Iron Legend. Like, for yeah, real, yeah, for yeah. Real. Like, I was waiting for the deer to pop out and shit. Like, it was fucking crazy. Insane. Man. It's it's still a little wacky. You know what I mean? Like, um, because they've kind of opened up, but people are acting like this shit doesn't exist. Still. Yeah. Like, like, people are overzealous. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they've been locked up for a year. But in the beginning, I was like, Double gloved mask. Me if too. I had to go, bro, I was not playing. Store. Hell yeah, Me I was not spraying everything before I left and when I got home. We would take our clothes up like, on the front porch and bring them to the washing machine. My son, like a gas mask. It was, it was banana. We were tripping on it too because we didn't know. Dude, nobody didn't knows. Fucking know, man. Nobody, there's no fucking manuscript that that comes with or uh, you know what I mean, like a guideline. This is what you do during during a pandemic, especially when your fucking government doesn't know what to do. What the fuck are we supposed to do? It's true. You know what I'm but we were sh we weren't shook. We were just really super caught, like over the top, man. And, I mean, everybody was. I'm sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And then slowly, the went to one one pair of gloves, and <laughs> no gloves, and like yeah, you gotta stay with the hand sanitizer though. Always. That's a must. That's a must. I, I think it's making it be more conscious, just being clean anyway. Always for wash, sure, making for sure. wash your hands. That's, a, that, 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 that's what kind of cracked me up when the shit first started because they're like. Wash your hands. You should be washing your motherfucking hands any goddamn way. You know everybody, should, everybody should know that anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they teach you that shit in, in kindergarten and shit. Like, always wash your hands. Yeah, I, f I feel like that, that we're more cleaner and more conscious about. Yeah. But, I mean, that may be one of the best things to come out of this. We got a lot of uh, people are a lot cleaner in this country. <laughs> <laughs> and you were upstate, too, so you're kind of secluded anyway. Yeah, I'm super secluded, bro. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm in... Oh, woods grizzled yeah, yeah is it I'm, weird going from like manhattan to like a to a, to woods well you grew up up there anyway but I grew, like, well yeah i grew up in geneva my geneva is a super small town so yeah i mean all that shit was in me like going camping with my dad back in the day so like 
I'm a woodsman. I actually have a, I have a tent like out on the, on the property that I go out and like, like really? me and my fiance are getting into it. I'll just fucking, I'm going to sleep in the tent. <laughs> and I'll start a little fire and shit. Like, wow. I watch Naked and Afraid a lot too. I haven't done it naked yet though. That's a sick show. That's the next, that's the next part. <laughs> would, you, would you go on that show? Hell no. That'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> Hell no. That's a, that's a wild ass show. And then there's uh, that show Alone too that I heard it's insane. Wait, Where, alone? Dude, everybody's talking about you just alone out there. There's nothing really, I think you have your own camera. You gotta look it up. I heard it's fucking bananas. I haven't seen it yet. See, that's the thing. Alone. The thing with Naked and Afraid to me was like in the beginning, I was like, I mean, I still watch it, but I got completely like hooked on it. Um, but then, like as the seasons progressed, like they're like, all right, now you can have a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. All right, now you can have mm-hmm. a couple more things. And, like cheating, man. I mean, it's, it's totally cheating, man. <laughs> like, ain't no, you got to pull some bare grill shit. Though, you know what I mean? Like, you rip, think you could do that though, for a couple of days? I think I could do it for a couple days. Okay max <laughs> like, yeah max i don't know if but i can't do it butt naked yo on the, one of the last episodes i saw um they got they, they i think they were in the they were down in louisiana in the swamps and shit and they caught this shit on their nuts called uh <laughs> it's called because they have all those nutrients down there those big ass rats oh yeah 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 so they call i think they call it nutria itch or something so okay. when they shit and piss in that water and it got on a couple of dudes balls so they had this crazy crazy burning rash i'm like dude. some shit like that happened to me i'm tapping like bro you gotta come get me out Fuck of here that, like, dude that's fucking yeah. scary it's man very scary like oh they got leeches in some spots oh yeah leeches it was all kinds of nasty shit and then you get cut like they have the medics come out you know what i'm saying but but then i started putting two and two, two together i'm like like they're being videotaped there's got to be an asshole cameraman just looking at him, watching him snacking on a Snickers. Yeah, catering like, trucks. And sh- <laughs> like, just laughing at these motherfuckers. Like, no, it's true. pizza, like. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be catering out there. There's people, there's like there's people, people out there. There's people that need to eat that ain't butt naked in the woods. You know? That's why alone, I want to check that out. Suppose that's just them and their own shit, wow. which still is kind of hard to believe. Because there's got to be a lot of loss. I don't know. It's like a lot of shit. There's another one called Dual Survivor that I, that I liked. I don't think they have it anymore, but it was like the top two, like, top two like real real like survivors from naked and afraid and just them out okay. in these different places but they were like not surviving they were like thriving like stacks of meat like Damn. doing like crushing it and i was like and that's when you start thinking like man maybe i could do this shit but these dudes have been doing this shit their their whole lives it'd be hard for me if you're not eating meat i'd be that's like, true like grass and shit i didn't even bring that i didn't even think of that you it'd be super hard but actually there's been a bunch of uh vegans on yeah but the there's been that, some that i saw i started eating animals on like because fuck, i gotta survive <laughs> fuck it i'll eat a frog they start with crickets and yep. then they start like fuck i gotta eat like i gotta i gotta get them damn yeah i couldn't I, I couldn't do it man i think there i saw one chick that was vegan make it through but really? she she knew everything about like every single plant you know okay. what I mean? so she knew what she could eat and what she, she wasn't eating like, poison oak and shit no nah, no nah, she was she was <laughs> she was on it um, so how was it for you growing up in Geneva? I never even heard of Geneva. I may have heard it later on, but like, Nobody I know like, I like Hudson and like, <laughs> um, New Rochelle and Poughkeepsie and Albany and all that stuff. Like, and that's, that's literally four and a half, five hours from Geneva. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's how deep it was. Like Geneva is like literally like right in the middle of Syracuse and Rochester. Okay. So like, but if you're from the city and you tell somebody that you're from upstate, they automatically think like where you talk like New yeah, Rochelle, Buffalo, all like, that, yeah. You know, but they don't, they don't think that, like you know, there's this whole rest of the state. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, New York's a big state, man. It's huge. You only think of New York City only, like not the outskirts shit. Like that's where, and, and anybody that's not from New York, they just think, oh, you're from New York City. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Geneva's a small, small college town. Um, 
nothing really that special except the fact that it was on a lake. So okay. a lot of times swimming, you know, like swimming with my cousins and fishing with my pops and shit. Like, but um, I wouldn't have had it any other way, man. I'm I'm kind of glad I grew up, you know, so secluded from everything from everything because it made yeah. me want to search. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For whatever else was out there, you know what I mean? Like I, I knew from a young age that like that fishbowl was too small for me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I had to get out some way or whether, you know, whether it, it, I remember graduating and going, I mean, gym class had already been started. We started gym class in 10th grade, like yeah. 97. And uh, I graduated in 99. I'm like, all right, I got one of two choices. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go to art school or I'm going to fucking buckle down and make this shit happen with yeah. the band. And um, so we all decided to go to college, but we kept the, the band together and it, you know, broadened our, our like tri-state access as far as getting shows you know what i'm saying yeah so, but um yeah but back to geneva I, I wouldn't have any other way that's i met my my best friends you know what i'm saying for life um yeah you have siblings too what's that siblings oh yeah yeah i, I got my family's huge i have three brothers and three sisters wow yeah i'm the only one without any kids yet but working on it you know what I'm saying? awesome you're working st- on it yeah you're still young working on it um so so <laughs> Growing up there too, what was like first exposure to like to music or wanting to do get involved in music? Um, my my dad, my dad, uh, he plays bass still to this day. Like, so I grew up with him, you know, like jamming with with his homies and shit. And um, there was always music. Yeah, always music in the house. And like my mom, like my dad was into everything. I mean, from you know Philly soul, gambling huff, uh, type shit to. Guns and Roses, like, you name it. He like he just wanted to play to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then my mom, she was like just as into Sade and and like Karen White as she was into Poison and fucking. You know, that's I love that man. It's so it was just this crazy, crazy, crazy like musical like men, men, menagerie. If, yeah, it's great. If, if that though. makes sense. But um, it's I, a great it, mix. Yeah, yeah. So like, Hall notes in there too. Is oh, that some- obviously? I know. Obviously. So like. <laughs> I met, my dad actually introduced me to Hall Notes and I was just like hooked like automatically like and I think anybody who who's heard of or listened to Hall Notes can can vouch for that how yeah. how soothing and and therapeutic Daryl's voice is I sound like a stalker bro <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he live in upstate New York too he actually I heard has, that he has a restaurant not too far from where I live oh, I think it's in shit. I think it's in Pauling New York is there but, a picture um, on on there not to let you in or what's that? Is there a picture on the wall not to let you in? <laughs> <laughs> now you know it's you know it's crazy though. Um, you you know he he has that show live from yeah Paris. I heard about it. yeah so yeah. So I was actually the first guest uh, the first guest musician he had on. That oh shit. shit! But that's when it was still being uh, broadcast like via the internet before he got on uh, broadcasted on. Uh, I think he started on Palladium and now it's just on. Was it on now? Yeah, it's on one of those those big shows. Was that your first time meeting him? Um, we he actually came out. To, so here, this is it's a funny story. We uh, <laughs> we um named one of our, our one of our, our first headlining tours. tours. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the Daryl Hall for President yeah. tour. I think it was around when was that? Oh seven. It was a Daryl Hall for President tour, and <laughs> it, his camp caught wind of it, and they're like, "Yo, these guys like like making jokes." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they're trying to hit us with the cease and desist, and they're like, "Nah, like." like real shit like Travis like the biggest fucking Hall Notes fan in the world like and so they they started talking blah blah and we sent we sent them uh we sent him uh a, a, a t-shirt every t-shirt that we had for the tour in okay. Stoke so he came out we had a show 
Remember, remember back in the day that show where it was a radio show and Akon pulled the kid on stage and like like suplexed him. Yeah, yeah. It was that show. It was wow. that exact show. I'll never forget this shit. Holy shit! Daryl Hall came out to meet me like at that show, and I'm side stage. I'm like, like Akon's like, yo, who threw that? And everybody points at the kids like, come here, come here. That was great. history, historic, iconic great. moment. Yeah, like, lifts him over his head and just tosses him like. Man, I'm like, damn, Daryl left. He left. I know he's gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what am I? Yeah. Where am but, I? Yo, so so we 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 play and then we get off stage and he comes around the corner and it's like leather motorcycle jacket and I'm like <laughs> Daryl, um Trav, what's up, man? Like and it's like sweet, soft spoken, you know what I'm saying? He's like, Man, you guys really killed like yo, it was it was it was intense. And then uh not too not Actually, yeah, not too long after that, um, we started working on The Quilt and a yeah. song called Live Forever. And I asked him if, he, you know, if he'd be down to, to do the, sing the hook. And he was like, of course. Like, and I'm like, so, and rest in peace to T-Bone. Who, uh, he, T-Bone Woke was kind of like the, he was kind of, he played, he played with them live okay. and he was like our, uh, live from Daryl's. He was kind of like the and in Hall and Oates. Okay. And he uh, passed away a few years, like years ago. Oh, wow. But he uh, engineered the session. And at the end of the song, Daryl started doing like this kind of like, like freestyle, like just riffing and like, bro, I started like crying in the control room. I'm like, I'm like, T-Bone, keep it rolling. Don't, don't let this shit stop. Don't just keep wow. it going. Let him, let him rock, let him rock. And we left it on and the song clocks out like, seven or eight minutes just because he just went ham at the end and like Holy shit. and the shit he was saying it was just like this this stream of consciousness consciousness shit and it, and it but it was like totally what the song was talking about and i was yeah. just like it was just a magic i'm getting tingle bunnies damn that's fucking shit, man. crazy man it was wild it was wild but that's incredible to have him on your on your album too and be such a fan too fucking did he trip on your tats oh your yeah, they bugged out they bugged <laughs> out they were actually doing a um they were doing something for a and e like kind of like uh they were being interviewed and the the lady was like are you aware that the, that the lead singer from gym class heroes has your face your faces tattooed wow. on his hands and they're like yeah 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 he's like and then, you know they're like yeah travis is a great dude really great dude and um then he goes i don't want to get into implications of what's that of what that's going to do for a sex life and shit and i started <laughs> dying like thanks daryl that's amazing man <laughs> but yeah he's a, he's a sweetheart man they, they both are they both are yeah i'm gonna go see him play for the first time they're playing out here at the uh rose you got ball to. You i know got i never to. seen him and i heard it's just like every song's a hit they have so many amazing songs man. i remember the first time i went to see them uh when i was younger my mom got me tickets for my birthday and it was in elmira new york and literally stadium just like full, or an arena just full of like middle-aged white women yeah. looking at me like what are you doing here like i'm like bitch i'm trying to throw my drawers on stage too you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck out of here <laughs> oh shit it yeah it's gonna sure to see like the crowd too yeah, like it's it's wild those dudes like almost 60 right mm. fuck they, like there or above i don't yeah. age nobody though you know what i'm saying no i know I'm just slipping into my twenties, you know. So you, um, <laughs> so did uh, did you get into punk rock and skateboarding at kind of the same time? Yeah, high school. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like those those weird formative years when you're not really sure of what the fuck you want to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the yeah. like or or like where you want to be. Or what, like I mean, I obviously knew 
I was the fucking sore thumb from go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, um, but yeah, like that for me uh, started with skateboarding. Like my, I, w- I was well, actually the, the the band came later, but I had a friend named Tyler Ballard, and he lived like maybe a half a mile from the the apartment complex I lived in, and we became really good friends. And he actually he put me on to uh, he gave me. He gave me, it's funny, believe it or not, he gave me Punk and Drublick and fucking. Oh, shit, no effects. Uh, Sick of It All. Yeah. Um, Built to Last, I believe it was. Yep. And uh, an, another tape. And it was just, that's when I, I started like searching for more. I was like, I need more of this shit. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and that's, that's where it kind of began. And then him and I and our friend Lucas Hubbard started a punk band. Uh, I played drums in. It was called, we were called The Antisocial. Just the corniest name in the world, but um, yeah. So that's that's kind of like how uh, I kind of got into punk, and then you know we started the band and started going to shows and yeah, and you know like there there, there wasn't a lot of black kids going to 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 hardcore punk shows back in the day. You yeah, know? So yeah. Like, this big six foot kid, like black kid in, in the shows, and kids were like, "What the fuck?" You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I start doing, you know, I mean, drop kicking motherfuckers, and <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, I think he's legit. But um, I mean, never, I never felt the need to like like search for vindication or validation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, but it was, it was, it wasn't easy. Like, you know, what I mean, going to school, like, cause kids were like, like, test you. You know, like, oh, like I'm wearing a terror shirt or a uh h2o shirt like like yeah. dude name one song like you know I mean like that weird yeah, that yeah. weird like check you and elitist shit. shit like yeah that's so corny and like i'm glad i never punk rock police yeah, yeah the worst the, the worst, worst. So corny. but like <laughs> like the the crazy part is i get that I, I get the same shit from black kids you mean like look at look at travi over here trying to trying to hang with the white kids and shit and like mm. nah bro like like I'm just doing what the fuck I do. And yeah. All y'all motherfuckers gonna know that shit in a few years. I guarantee that. But yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was tough, man. It was really tough. Like, um, but at the same time, like, I felt like, you know, even though like you getting picked on, that shit. That's kids suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally. Kids suck. And most of those kids that that were talking shit peaked in high school and did like everything that they're gonna fucking ever do. Yeah. Within those four years, so. Um, I was good. I was like, "Fuck it." I'm, and and I felt like I had something that that was mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it felt like like this is mine, and then I don't have to share it with nobody. You know what I mean? Except for like, you know, when I'm home or or when I, when I'm hanging with you know the boys and shit. Like, yeah, we can geek out and read the lyrics and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, thank but you list all that shit. Yeah, all yeah. that shit. You get into all, like, you <laughs> really get into it. You know what I mean? I miss those days because now everything's digital and like, like searching for the record oh or the, you know, stuff. yeah, like, going to the record stores. Just like, or, or the, the, you know, the walk home from the record shop and just going through, like, just being so stoked to like, putting putting the tape or CD in your pocket and just going through the shit. Yeah. Like, you know, looking for credits and thank you. Like you said, you know, thank yous and lyrics and shit. Like, Man, I miss those fucking days. Such a big part of it too. Such a big part, dude. And just like, finding stuff and searching for things, and and I, I mean, I used to buy records just because they had cool album covers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just see what the fuck I got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah you you like mostly into the you're like a into art mostly in school too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if shit, I wouldn't have graduated if I didn't have a cool guidance counselor because I was the worst student ever. Like <laughs> literally, like I was just in the back of class, like catching tags in all my my notebooks for every 
every class in uh my guidance counselor one day brought me in all he's like listen he's like you're not gonna graduate if you don't fucking stick it this year like for real for real and i'm like like well (laughs) i mean honestly I thought I wasn't going to graduate anyway. So yeah. he, you're telling me I have a chance? He's like, yeah. He's like, so, I'm like, cool. So he basically found, finagled a way for me to not take a, a second language, which I kind of wish I had. But he got me more art classes. And yeah. like that like helped me get through my uh, senior year. And so yeah. shout out to Mr. Corcoran. Uh, rest in peace. He was a great dude. It's um, amazing to have somebody like that, man. Yeah. He, 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 I think he definitely saw some. He's like, we got to get this kid out of here so yeah you get the fuck out of here you <laughs> yeah, <know what> I'm <laughs> saying? yeah. Like, were your parents were your parents strict about school for your grades and oh my hell yeah my i mean i mean it, my dad was my my dad he, he was he wasn't physical at all like but he was like fucking like the master of punishment like the master mm. of grounding you know what i'm saying like yeah he'd ground you and forget he grounded you you know what i'm saying <laughs> and you'd be scared to ask like am i off yet you know what i'm saying like it's like <laughs> fuck it man i'm in this i'm in this bitch but um damn but then then like my dad would he would he would go so hard as like he would take like paper and pens for me so i couldn't draw or write Ooh, you know what okay. i'm saying like unless, unless that's I was how he doing punished homework. you yeah, yeah. Like, he, he knew you know he knew where to hit me you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like for real without touching me but um but I remember one time, like, and it was probably my senior year, and I picked all my grades up after I got more art classes and shit, and I got like a, a B minus, and he flipped out, and, and this is the first time I ever talked back to my dad, ever. I'm like, I'm like, I, you know, I grabbed my head, I was like, nothing I do is fucking good enough for you, and then it came out, and I was I kind of paused, like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, my dad is jacked, bro. Like, oh, he, shit. He was a body, like a professional bodybuilder when I was growing Damn. up. Damn. Like, like, he had fucking crazy Popeye coconut muscles and shit. And I was Is he like, bigger than you tall-wise? Nah, okay. nah I, I tower over my whole family. Okay. But, <laughs> but them damn coconuts, man, they'll put, <laughs> they'll put a motherfucker out. So I'm, so this shit comes out of my mouth and I'm just staring at him. It's complete silence. He goes, all right, you right. Yeah, you ain't grounded. And I'm like, damn, I thought I was about to get, <laughs> I thought I was about to get laid the fuck out, man. But that was like the first time I ever like, talk back to my dad i still don't to this day because i know he got a mean right bro damn still probably right yeah you never beat your dad like your dad's strength <laughs> bro like that shit never goes away like, yeah you, i mean if if you if you get your ass whooped by your kid you need to go like you need to go <laughs> on dr phil for real like, yeah you know what i'm saying like for real my for son's real. getting tall as much like yeah pretty soon i'll be like take him like, you never take me nah, i don't care how i don't happen. care how big you are like <laughs> you you're never taking your dad man never um never. so you, you became a tattoo apprentice when you were 15 15 yeah yeah Damn, like, we, did you have tattoos on your body at 15 too uh yeah i think i got my first i i did my own first tattoo in seventh grade so i was probably like 13 to 14 shit. yeah yeah it was my like some prison hand poke shit exactly like yeah uh, tied a little thread around uh it was literally just a sewing needle and had a little cup of ink and, uh, damn yeah it was it was pretty brutal but i remember going to school the next day like I'm on. It was your first taste of it, yeah. But motherfuckers just thought I wrote it on there, and like after a week, they're like, "This motherfucker don't take baths." Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, fifteen's young to be doing that shit. Well, and and you know, I'd been drawing into art since you know I was a a snotty nose, you know, yeah. And um, this tattoo shop opened up in my town, and I'd always go down there, you know, look at flash and shit, and um. The guy that owned it, this guy John Brown, um, I brought one of my my uh, black books down, 
and just showed him some of the graffiti shit I was doing. He's like, you ever tr you ever take a tr uh, stab at tattooing? I was like, well, I did this little shit on my arm when I was a kid. And he's like, nah, like, like for real. I'm like, nah. He's like, why don't you come down to the shop next week? And I went down there, and I was down there every day. I mean, started off with all the bitch work. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cleaning up everybody's station. You know, the whole spiel. Yeah. Then uh, I, he taught me how to make my own needles and shit. And just learned the whole, all the ropes and then realized that I was pretty much the only person at this shop that could actually draw. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, whenever any, whenever anybody wanted something custom, yo, Trev, you think you could do this? Do this something like the fucking go-to draw tattoo for you and you trace it, guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I remember I did my first, my first tattoo on the guy that I apprenticed under. And... Um, it, he had quit smoking, so I drew this cigarette, like kind of smashing itself out, and it had like a like eye. It was like it was, it was, it was pretty dope. Yeah. And he wanted it on the inside of his bicep, and that's Ooh. like a you know, it's, it's a tough. Rough you spot. Can, yeah. You can blow out real fast, and I pulled my first line, and I was like, uh, I, I literally got sick. I was like, man, I'm about to fuck this dude up, and he's like, suck it up, pussy, and keep going. I'm like, all right, you're not gonna leave me with no half-ass tattoo, and like took me like fucking five hours, but crushed it. Like wow, crushed it, and um. So believe it or not, the same guy that I tattooed uh, apprenticed under, you know DJ Tamby, who's been he's been crushing all the 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 tattoo shows like probably probably yeah he's I think he won uh he's he's won a ton of those okay. shits but uh we we apprenticed under the same dude and that motherfucker he's killing killing shit. it right I, now I think yeah he's in Vegas just crushing does your crushing. dude still have that tattoo yeah yeah I, I mean I haven't seen him in ages but. It's pretty big, like in, it'd be it'd be it'd be a hard ass cover up. That's for sure. Were your parents tripping? You were fifteen working at a tattoo shop. Was that kind of weird for them? Or not? I think my dad. I mean, I was with my dad at the time. I think he loved it. The, the okay. fact that I was just doing something with art. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, and plus, like who who the f best job ever? You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, were you staying out of trouble too? Or were you kind of wild kid? Because um, you said graffiti. That, like, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, but the thing with that, um, my first real tattoo was when I was probably. Um, right before I started my apprenticeship and it was a spray can and I'm one of like three kids that write graffiti in my town so yeah. I'm like this has got this has to get covered up ASAP you know what I'm saying it's cause <laughs> we had freight trains right, that parked right by the lake so we go down there and paint for hours and hours because the one side of the, the the freights faced the highway and then the other side was just woods so we just go out there and just fucking crush it that's like, sick yeah, it was so much fun man damn so like tattooing graffiti everything everything artistic you can do to express yourself pretty and much then music obviously man, man. I, I, I do what i do <laughs> <laughs> um just so, blessed man so then you're out so now your, your band starts in high school which is pretty amazing mm -hmm. and then um and then you graduate and so are you working at the time like what is your what is your move then well because you're going to college, obviously, for art, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I took a year off after I graduated before, and um, during that year, like, like all everybody else went, went off to college. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do, but we were still playing shows and shit. And then I went off to art school in Utica, New York. So we were all basically spread out from, what, like from Buffalo to fucking Oneonta. So, like, we had yeah. the whole, like, upstate unlock so we'd we'd play at each other's schools and shit and then you know like word of mouth went around so we got 
tons of tons of, a lot more college gigs, gigs like tri-state area yeah and you know the colleges pay money like hell yeah i'm like holy shit like i'm starting to see the fruits of my labors a little <laughs> bit out this bitch you know what i'm saying and hey, colleges do have money but budget um, they have to spend it they, have, they have to spend it yeah and it doesn't roll over so they just like booking Damn. and booking and booking and boston's crushed that circuit i bet they did i, I bet Bro. a lot of people did i we, know we did we yeah. took advantage of it back then i remember bands like they're paying colleges it's like, then you, then you so play with the Boston, it's like, holy shit, now I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a different world nobody would tapped into. And especially, and the best part was like being at that college, like college age, playing colleges, mm. leave the show and go straight to the, the party. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, straight to the party, yeah. like, go to school to that bitch. You know what I mean? But the keg parties and shit. For real. It was wild, man. Um, it was really wild. So, you, the guy you met in your band, you guys are actually in, a, in gym class together, Matt McKinley? Matt, yeah, yeah. So, you guys actually were in gym class together. Yeah, it's a funny story. Like, <laughs> we, actually, we actually met in math class yeah and we sat next to each other and we'd always crack jokes and shit on our math teacher miss fryfeld and she split us apart one day so you guys can't sit next to each other and matt stands up and goes why because i'm black and he's obviously white and <laughs> i was like this is my best friend like, like already already that's fucking awesome and uh then uh somehow i think either i got transferred to his gym class or he got transferred to mine and uh kid like Kids would always fuck with him and bully. He's Matt was a skinny, like scrawny kid, and yeah. kids would always fuck with him and always like stand up for him, like knock motherfuckers out. I'm like, yo, leave my man alone, you know what I mean? And yeah, we were just like airtight from that point on. And then um, I kind of introduced him to some of my friends, and uh, like just the whole crew. And, and rest in peace, to my man Bob. But our friend, my, my one of my best friends, passed away last year. Sorry, and, um him and his brother they had a garage and above the garage was like we called it the game room it was like our clubhouse we had they had like every like video game system ever they had a pool table air hockey damn foosball they had a candy machine that you didn't have to pay for like, so we so like we, <laughs> we all hang became, out yeah oh, it was the best it was the best we, we still go up there from time to time too like when i go home and just reminisce and hang out yeah but, um, so i introduced matt to those guys and we all became crew and we just sit up there and watch skate videos and shit together and i didn't even know that matt was in a band when i met him and uh this is while while me and tyler are trying to you know cut our chops like, yeah, yeah. in his garage and then uh senior year we uh we played oh no actually this was this was when matt like it was my homegirl marta's senior year and she had a graduation party and she asked if uh my band would play and Matt's band played and they were called Hey Little Buddy at the time and we were called you know, the Antisocial like I told you and yeah. they didn't have a singer so they were just like playing instrumental shit and I went up and just started like rapping and like shit was like and Matt's jazz train and Milo was just a beast of guitar so like they just started jamming and like shit sounds feels pretty good you know what I'm yeah. saying and, and we got together a couple weeks later and Gym class was born, man. Damn. Gym class was born. But you also, you played drums in uh, the True Life Flayers, too, at one point. Oh, I, whoa, <laughs> shit. Stop playing <laughs> with me, deep bro. Diving, bro. You just went fully Nardwar on me, yo. And, and you were fucking taking the, to, to the bus to Manhattan to fucking freestyle battle raps at fucking Fat Beats? Well, I, I never, I never really, I wouldn't say I battled, I, I don't want to say I battled, I, I witnessed a lot of dope battles at Fat you Beats. You were going out I, there like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Just to pick up dope, new, pick up, find yeah. new music. My man Gary, I have to thank my man Gary for that, that plug because he would do the, do the same shit like hop on the, you know, hop on Greyhound, 12 bucks, go to the city, Sick. go to Fat Beats and, and I bumped into so many like, like, I remember days like, 
Percy P would be outside. Everybody's outside slinging mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That was like the spot back then. But um, True Life Players is some True Life Players. So listen. <laughs> so this is a crazy story. I can't believe you brought it up. So my dad plays bass, as I told you. Yeah. And um, uh, I had started writing raps like prior to starting gym class. And my brother, my brother used to rap too. And the, remind cool. me to tell you, there's there's a plot twist though. Okay. Um, <laughs> so my dad's like, my dad gets like this little bullshit four track recorder. You know what I'm saying? And so we start like making them like taking instru- instrumentals from like you know CD singles. Yeah. And my dad would play bass over them, and then me and my brother would rap over them, and we call ourselves TLP, and it stood for True to Life Players. <laughs> <laughs> No, play play us though. Play, play us. Play us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was me, my dad, and my brother. And I thought my I thought my brother was the dopest rapper ever, right? That's cool. And one day I'm chilling, and I must have had my my iPod on shuffle or some shit. And I hear my brother's rap. I'm like, wait a minute, that's Young MC. And I'm like, yo! I called my brother. I was like, you piece of shit! <laughs> you were biting of all people, Young MC this whole time. I thought you were the dopest rapper ever when we were kids. Uh, He's like, yeah, man. I ain't want to tell you, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you, you was killing shit. Now you know what I'm saying. I couldn't come whack. I'm like, uh, you came the wackest you could ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you was biting Young MC rhymes, like his na- throwing his name in. Like, come on, man. But yeah, that's crazy. You know about that? True, true. Like, yeah, true. Like, place. And then, um. Okay, so is my, is my dog cool over there? She's chill. Yo, like, okay. I got this weird thing. I'm like, what's his name? Cesar Chavez? <laughs> Say, what's his name? The dog whisperer? Oh, the dog whisperer. That's who yeah. you are? Uh, bro, it's crazy. So, so you went to, um, you dropped out of college like 20, 20 years old just to do music basically, right? Well, I actually, um, I fucked up my knee. Um, I, while I was in art school, a friend of mine OD'd and died, and we, we went back for a funeral. And um, long story short, like, the, the day before the funeral, we, I mean, everybody was wasted trying to cope, you know what I mean? Like, we were young, you know what I'm saying? I never thought I'd have to deal with that yeah, that's at horrible. that age, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, one of us, I can't remember who it was, but like, yo, there's a party down the street, let's go. And I'm like, not a good idea. You know, I know, like, everybody's in their feelings. Yeah. It's, it's going to be bad, you know what I mean? And I was right. This whole shit went from a house party to a full-on like bar brawl. You know what I mean? Damn. Um, long story short, I hit this kid and I followed through and I slipped and landed on my back and ripped my ACL, MCL, broke and twisted the meniscus and like literally my foot was. I was on my back and my foot was to the right of me. Like out, holy like, shit! I'm like oh shit, and I'm getting like kicked and shit, and like my friends are like trying to drag me out because I can't like my legs like just wobbling you know what wow. I mean so um I tried to go back to school after they put me put me in this brace and shit but then I was having complications at school and I went to the doctor like yo you your leg is just hanging on by like muscle <laughs> like your shit is Fuck. just dangling he's like yo you this brace ain't doing shit but making it worse like if the shit heals like this you're yeah gonna... so I had to go back home and one surgery ended up being two two ended up being three and I think all in all it was like four like surgeries and fuck then i was i mean that's when they put me on oxycontin and then all that mm. sh- yeah that's where all all that bullshit started you know what i mean how old are you then um 18 i think 17 yeah. 18 were you partying before that 
Just drinking, nah, smoking. Just, I mean, yeah, drinking and smoking, but never, I never, never touched pills or anything like that. Damn. And and, and while I was in the hospital, they was like, yo, you know, take them as prescribed, blah blah. They're they're not addictive. All this is like back then. Nobody's back even then, talking about it. Yeah, at man. all. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't even a bleep on the fucking radar. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And and I had ran out and got stupid sick. Like, I mean, I, I remember one 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 uh, time. I was. It was like three in the morning. My dad at the time was going. He wakes wakes up at four in the morning. Goes for a jog, comes back, gets dressed, and goes to work like, yes. every morning. And like, it was like three in the morning. My dad comes upstairs. I'm on the floor, like in my underwear and a wife beater, sweating with a butter knife, trying to like cut this cast off my leg. Like I can't take this shit. Holy He's shit! Like, He's like, but what the fuck is you on? I'm like, I just, I literally hadn't slept for like four days. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. so I went back to the hospital and they're like, yo, you're going through withdrawals from the oxycontin and shit. And they're like, we're gonna have to wean you off. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not taking that shit. There's no way. Like, if this shit makes me feel like this, I'm not taking this shit yeah. at all. So I literally quit cold turkey. And then, I mean, for a, a while. And then a year or two later, they started coming around, like, recreation. Like, kids got mm. up on them. And like, hey, take one of these. You're gonna feel good. And I was like, all they did for me before was fucking make me not feel my fucked up knee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, like, now I'm I'm fresh, you know what I'm saying? Like got all the shit out of my system, and my dumb ass is like, oh, I'll take one, you know what I'm saying? Fuck. And, and it was just complete, complete like fucking downward spiral, you know what I mean? And yeah, you know, lucky lucky to be on this podcast today. Yeah, you know dude, because I I've seen you a couple times. Because mm-hmm. I'm so naive to that shit, because I never tried anything. So I think, oh, maybe it's just hot, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how are you right now? This moment, like you've been, are you, are you sober? Fucking often? awesome. Awesome, and it's funny that you say that because yesterday I told Hodge I was like, you know what? I was like, like I've always known Toby to be this upright. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like straight. You know I mean, like straight dude. Like, and I mean, I've seen you like when I've been super clean. I've seen you when I've been yes. super fucked up, but I've never felt judged by you. Never, ever, nah, bro, ever. no, bro. No, I've worried. Always, I've definitely always, worried, and I, yeah. I, I want to. I, I honestly want to say probably. Think about it now. I, I feel like when I tattooed you, you weren't you on. Oh, bro! I, I think I was. I think I fell asleep at yes. one point, bro. Can like, we talk about I, this, yeah, absolutely, dude. After absolutely, that, it feels, I feel like I got pictures of, dude. I want to say when I tattooed you, were fucking nodding my off, ass dude. Is like this, like, and I was like, holy fuck! And I, yeah. I don't know what. I don't even think about opioids or pills. I think about maybe high because, I, like I said, I'm I'm maybe 51, but I'm still naive. Mm-hmm. And I was worried, dude. I was like, but this dude has this incredible career mm-hmm. where he's maintained. Making amazing music, being successful musician, but still maintain and still being on that that that, that always kind of tripped me out a little I was bit. De- I was definitely a, a functioning addict for a long time, you know what I mean. But like the shit, I mean, I'm a prime example, and I mean, I hate to say it because it, it breaks my heart, you know. Like Michael K. Williams, like this shit yeah. does not this shit does not discriminate, bro. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care how much money you have. It doesn't care how many accolades you have. Like. It will grab onto you if you let it. It will fucking pull you under. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's sad. Like, I mean, and and I, I I'll I'll never forget that because I, I remember like when you first started these, these ones and I was like, and then you did the one life one chance over yeah. here. My ass is like, I'm like, and I'd wake up every now and then like, oh shit, like I hope I'm not. I'm, I'm like I hope I'm not moving, but I didn't even realize I'd been asleep like like completely not out for like dude. Yo, it was it was wild. And I, bro, I was so. Like nothing, I always wanted to talk to you about this. I was so embarrassed about that shit, man. I was I was worried. I'm like, I'm like, should I even be doing this? Is this guy get passed out? Is he gonna wake up? Am I gonna be here? My what man's, the fuck did you do to me, yeah, Toby? But like, my <laughs> man's gonna like something's gonna happen. I'm like, I'm tattooing. I'm like, I don't know. Shit's scary, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I didn't fucking know, so, man. But like, 
But then you come on stage, sing, taking the water to us, come to the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're focused. All and, brand new. But like, I saw you different, different times. There's like, there's like a switch I could hit for some reason. Like whenever I had to be on, I was on. And like whenever I wanted to be off, I'll be off. You know what I mean? But um, the fun, like the thing is like the, the, the fun, the fun part of being an addict goes away real fucking quick. Mm. Like it goes away real fast. And then, you know, like after that, you're literally just maintaining, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't want to feel because you like once you get a, a taste of withdrawals the last thing you ever want to do is feel that way again yeah so you just keep imagine doing, keep it up keep it up and and bro like uh, i was telling adam yesterday um you know there's there's like pinnacle moments in my career that i literally don't remember like i really don't remember and i'll see something on, i'll see it on youtube like damn i don't remember <laughs> that shit at all but i tore it down you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah, so when gym class here was started, you were on those from the jump. No, no, okay, not not not, not in 10th uh, grade for sure. But but like once but you graduate, we, yeah. And, and the thing the thing is, I, I was not I wasn't like a social social junkie. You know what I'm saying? Like I I was in the back lounge, yeah, with the door locked. You know what I'm saying? Like isolated as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yo, let me know when showtime is. It, it came to that, and yeah. like it was sad because I I didn't. One, I didn't. I never wanted anybody to worry. You know what I'm saying, or like, be worried. Two, in my stupid junkie mind at the time, I thought nobody knew, and they all, everybody knew. You yeah, know what I mean, everybody. Well, people were trying to reach out to you. Like, is there is there does addiction run in your family? Um, I mean, my 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 both my parents struggled with alcohol when okay. I was growing up. My mom's still like going through her her situation, and you know what I mean, and. I, I remember I remember like specifically telling myself as a kid like I'm never gonna smoke a cigarette I'm never gonna drink a beer you know what I'm saying like never like like telling myself that and I remember and fuck you Kyle Bert, Bertelson if you're listening he was the first kid at my bus stop that gave me a, a Marlboro light and I've been smoking ever since so fuck that dude like, damn <laughs> fuck that dude um, <laughs> wow but yeah you man. remember you have good memory too for all the shit you, you Kyle good, fucking Kyle fucking Bertelson you remember shit like that though you know what Absolutely. I mean those fucking moments um. <laughs> So how how long have you been off it for now? Um, I stopped. Is it still a struggle? Yeah. Well, not at all. Like, okay. as far as opiates, like, I stopped counting. Cause I, I, like, I feel like the more I focus on how long I've been off that shit, the more it's in my head. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like the more, it, I mean, it's not even a, a, a thought anymore. Wow. But I did notice, you know what I mean? Like, I would still, you know, I would still drink here and there. But during, like, COVID, I started going really, 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 like, not hard, hard. No, I was going hard. I was going hard. You know what I mean? And what drinking? You mean or yeah, okay. yeah. Just, you know, being stuck in the house, of not course. having anything to do it. Like, and that's the worst thing for anybody. You know, that's in recovery is okay. being isolated, not having anything to do. You know what I mean? Like, so you know, I, it started off with just drinking a, a little rosé here, here and there, and then to drinking bottles of Bacardi you know what I'm saying and like, I'll, I'll be getting late night texts from you too I'm like damn it's like, like 2 or 3 in the morning <laughs> that's, in me. that's me that's and me and I'm like shit it's like midnight here I'm like <laughs> fuck so man that's like that's like and I, that's one thing I, I'm, I'm proud of though like when I was drinking heavy I, and honestly I noticed I noticed that I was going a little hard yeah. I, I was going to get ahead of myself but I'm going to reel it back real quick no, I noticed no, I was all good, hard, no. and um so I said, fuck this, like I, the, the last, especially after the, you know, 2020 and then going through all these different changes with, you know, gym, gym class kind of dis, dis, disbanding, 
Um, was that an effect on that too? Your addiction with the band expanding, like disbanding? Uh, I mean, that there was a just a a ton of shit that I feel that I was kind of like trying to put a bandaid on, you yeah. know, with the drinking and shit. Um, but uh, right before I turned forty, um, thanks to Hodge and my fiance Hodge? and everybody else who who uh, was aware of what I was doing, I uh, detoxed. I did like a a week detox. I had a nurse come stay with me, and um, and I haven't. It's been almost a month. What like uh, having a having a been I haven't had a drink in six weeks. Wow, and, man! Yeah, it's fucking I, awesome. Congratulations. I feel, feel fucking beautiful, man. Like, and just to have you know people you you that know you and love you say yo like yeah. you look like you have life in your face again you know what i'm saying i like, totally see that like, dude and I, as soon as you I, walked I in it. i, I was actually wondering myself is he gonna be high or not yeah, i thought yeah, that like, today because the last <laughs> time i saw you was no, that no. but i'm like yo, there's no way this dude's out here with hodge and he's like doing all this shit like he's fucking focused he's bad absolutely you know what absolutely. i mean like fuck man that's crazy and so so detoxing from that is almost like heroin and stuff like that too no nah, it's, it's i mean i was i was scared it was gonna be i mean because i i all like like when i was touring heavy heavy when we were younger i'd drink like a fish you know what i'm saying like just partying with with yeah with homies and shit but um i remember one time i just quit cold turkey and i went through it like, like yeah cold sweats it was not it, what I, I wouldn't compare it to getting off dope at all but it's very dangerous, like super dangerous. Like yeah. you didn't have seizures and fucking Fuck. delir- what they call de- delirium tremens. What do you Does it fuck up your insides too? Like Oh, it destroys your liver, obviously. Yeah. You get cirrhosis. So I'm, talking, I'm sorry, opioids too, I'm thinking about too, yeah. Does um, that fuck you up too, your body? Oh, it like, absolutely yeah, tears yeah. you up. Like they all that shit, because it has to be filtered through your body, you know what I mean? Fuck. So this, I mean, I'm happy my shit's still working. Everything's, yeah. everything's in, in place, but um damn yeah man i haven't i haven't been this focused probably since right before the before the pandemic you know what i'm saying yeah. i feel like i was like all right i know what the fuck is going on I, well I, at least i have a better idea than i did a week ago a week yeah ago, yeah a week ago a week. i don't know how to keep doing <laughs> it but um no that's bobby Schmurter. <laughs> and then there's people around you that are all hooked up so you have to cut all ties or people do the same thing they're partying with you well um I mean, honestly, at this point, I'm only hanging out with me and and my fiance. But before that, were the people around you like supplying and hanging out with you, getting high with you? Or was it just something you did by yourself? Oh, no, absolutely by myself. Like I was, I didn't want anybody to know that, you know, like this dude does fucking dope. Like really? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that was like, that was like the scumbag shit to do back then. Like now it's, now apparently it's cool to be slumped and fucking drooling on yourself. You know, it's sad. It's really sad. And like, you know, a lot of these fucking rappers that are out here pushing, you know, like glorifying, you know, like drinking syrup and all that shit. And like, you know, these little kids are running around with double cups and shit. Like half of these motherfuckers don't do a drug. You know what I mean? Like, or barely drink, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, it's crazy. That's it's still a, a thing. Sipping on some syrup, like yeah. all that's still a thing. It's a culture thing. Like, it, and it, it's it's destructive as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why I'm, I'm glad I never, re- I never, you know, I, I kept my shit to myself. I mean, I poured it out in music, but never glorified this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just gave my experience. You know? Do you feel like you want to speak on it now, being sober and going through it? It could help people. For sure. I, I mean, I've I've definitely, um, you know. After shows, kids would come up to me like, yo, like, like, 
seeing you do better you know like what like I, I like back in the day i'd have spurts of sobriety you know what i'm saying yeah. and like this is this is probably definitely the longest i've i've been straight for you know what i'm saying except for this, awesome. this little alcohol situation but that's all right <laughs> um like you know kids come up to me after shows and shit like damn like you you really helped me you know and like um just those interactions like like knowing something that you you put your heart into yeah saved the kid's life you know what i mean and 100%. like i mean you know better than anybody you know what i'm saying yeah. like I'm, i i mean you got fucking you 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 saved a whole lot of kids lives thank you, know you man absolutely so so there was really no soberness of you during the gym class here was days really there, there were spurts there were spurts you know where i try but they didn't last long. You do you know, feel so. creative when you're on opioids? You feel more creative to write and and hell no. Like yeah. you just you just feel good. I mean, in the beginning you feel good, and then you feel like when once that phase you feel like shit when you don't I have know. it. But like, um, some people smoke weed and they get writing songs and they're. I mean, that, even with that, like, um, I never smoked weed and felt like oh shit masterpiece time you know what i'm saying it's yeah, like, yeah, i'm yeah. like nah where the cheetos at you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> like where the cheetos at yeah I mean, the milkshake like i've never there's never been a drug and I've, I've done my share um there's never been a drug that's made me feel more creative you know what i'm saying okay. like um except caffeine when i'm tired you know what i'm saying yeah. like a cup of coffee like but you think opioids up. have fucked up your creativity Oh, definitely. Held you back I, I feel like it told me in a lot of ways. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, um, I you know, one thing I used to pride myself on, and I caught myself and I stopped it, I, like dead in his tracks. I used to pride myself on my onstage banter, like in between songs, like, like I think I could, I, I, could pr I probably could have had a career in stand up if I if I really <laughs> like focused, but but I used to pride myself on like like making the crowd crack up in between songs while they were retuning and and then it became like almost robotic where i would like say the same shit in between yeah. songs and i'm like this shit is whack you know what i'm saying yeah. like because like i used to like sometimes i'd fuck up and like you know like but like it was it was just fun and it and yeah and and then you know and then also you got to keep in mind the fact that there's kids that are coming to multiple shows and they don't want to see the same fucking show yeah. they saw last night you know what i'm saying 100 so i'd be guilty that of that quick. too like you're on a tour and yeah, a warp gets, tour gets, or something yeah you get super robotic and <laughs> But like, I just like to keep it fun, so I I tapped out of that shit real quick. And it, the the thing is, I saw other bands do it. I'm like, oh, so you can get away with that shit? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's like almost scripted. Exactly, exactly. But I feel like the pills had a lot to do with that too. It's like just way easier. Wow. To fucking just say the same shit instead of trying to be clever on the spot. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. like going back that going back to, you know, like fucking with crowds and like you know like yeah pick, like picking kids out of crowds and like cracking on them or you know what i mean like <laughs> like that shit put a like a whole bat a new battery in my back and yeah maybe not like like i can't wait for the next show so i'm about to fuck them up you know what i'm saying but now it's gonna be new when you're going back on stage for the first time sober it's gonna I'm be excited a fucking so exciting I'm, like I'm a excited whole new world for you you mm -hmm. know what i mean like and those times those 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 sporadic times where i did do uh sober tour like a sober tour here and there like that high getting off stage is not the same when you're fucked up you know what i'm saying it's, like it's so different uh, so well i don't know i've never been yeah. fucked up but the high yeah, coming yeah. off stage Whew. is this different level that uh, absolutely it's hard to explain to people unless you really done it you know what and, I mean? the, and the connection during you know what i'm saying yeah because like, like when you're zoned out like when you're like doped out like there's no connection there like yeah you can, you can you can front like you know what i mean but like you're not thinking about nothing but getting the show 
done you know what i'm saying yeah. like so you can go be stupid you yeah know? and and um seeing a difference you know like it's got me just super excited to get back out there you know what i'm saying like, yeah man i mean i want to say that you were like the first person i ever heard do a song with bruno mars I think I was. I actually. think you're the first person, because well, I knew you personally <laughs> anyway, but yeah. the Billionaire song, like that was the first thing I've heard like on the radio with this guy. I never heard it before. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, think, mean, I, think, I don't know if you take credit for that, time, but I'm saying like... Well, I mean, I, I made a lot of people famous. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Speak on it. Um, no, but for real, that, that was the first one I really yeah, feel yeah. like. Yeah, Bruno was kind of, he was, he was kind of just the studio, the studio rat at the time. Him and uh, Phil and Ari, they were, they were a production team. They were called the Smeezingtons. And uh, Aaron Bayshook was my A&R at the time in Atlantic. And he was like, yo, I want you to come to Cali and write with this dude, Bruno. And I'm like, yeah, all right, fuck it. We went there. Never heard of him? Never heard of him. I mean, I I don't think he had anything out at the time, honestly. And, um, but like day one and, and the energy these two motherfuckers had together, like they were lit, lit, they could literally have a fucking comedy show, like, Mm -hmm. like off the top, like, like they, it's like they shared a brain, you know what I'm saying? It was amazing. And I was like. I fuck with these dudes. And then like hearing Bruno sing and like just riffing on ideas, I'm like, this Incredible, motherfucker man. is, he's, yo, he's a walking jukebox. Like just throw a song at him. There's a guitar, he'll play it and sing the shit out of it. Like yeah. he's, he's the real deal. You know what I'm so saying? You had, like, so that's, yeah, that's crazy. So the first time meeting him actually was that time, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Were you sober then too? Or no? Definitely not. Okay. Definitely not. Definitely not sober then. That thing you made like a banger with like not being sober. So yeah, like, I'm not trying to say was, I'm that not was saying. That was one of the one of the first. Actually, that was probably the first or second session that we did. Billionaire. Like wow. Yeah, yeah. And so that's like your first kind of like solo thing. Yep, it was. It was. And uh, it reminds me of the everlasting, the House of Pain thing. Then everlasting had the solo record. The Whitey Ford. Yeah, yeah, man. That shit, I was that, stoked. I was like so happy for you. That was fucking thanks, crazy man. moment. I, just I mean, hearing. I, I feel. I feel like. Like after we recorded it, I'm, I there was one discrepancy because Bruno had written a hook, right? Like he had this, the hook like kind of sussed out, and there was a line he was like, uh, "Instead of Oprah and the Queen, he's I think he said like P Diddy and the Queen." I was like, "Fam, I am not. <laughs> I refuse. I rebuke you, devil. I am not saying P Diddy's name in a fucking song. It's not happening." not having it so we, we, we rewrote that and everything was cool <laughs> but I, after i feel like leaving that session we kind of knew that we had something special you know what i'm saying yeah. i think the last like reggae tinged song that was on the radio was probably like something shaggy put out or something like or maybe um like ooh baby i love your way big mountain remember those mm-hmm. dudes yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, baby i love your way <laughs> every day um Fuck and then and then most recently too was it was it Cupid's chokehold that went crazy on TikTok was yeah that, that like out of nowhere I remember bro, talking to you and I was like holy shit yeah and 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 it's what's it's insane because a couple weeks after that uh that album was certified gold like wow I and that um, too. yeah yeah it's, it's pretty in, it's it was, pretty insane wasn't gold before that it was on its way it was Fuck. on its way but TikTok just tipped it right over that's incredible man it's it's, it's what's that. Oh, it's three times. Oh shit! Sorry, three times platinum. Oh, it is three times platinum. <laughs> three, three times, times gold. gold. Three, oh, okay. Sorry, three times gold. Yeah, what am I tripping? I got it. So that's, I so that's like a yeah, it's a million. Po- that's yeah. sick. Wow. Yeah, that's it's it's insane. I, I, it just goes to show you, man, the power of these fucking these uh, socials and I like know, these. Dude, I, I remember. Were you on TikTok at that point? 
No, I, I, I had been, I had volunteered myself to be a part of other people's TikToks back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I never really like dug into it. I think I may have made one with my niece years, okay. like, you know, like back in the day. But after that, I was like, damn, like they showing love. I gotta show love back. So we we started the TikTok page. It's pretty funny. Um, you saw your sales go up and all that. Obviously, everything went up from that. It's fucking oh, yeah, nuts, sure. man. It's it's insane. And I think J Cole. Um, that song from Born Sinner, um, She Knows. I think the same shit just happened with him. Like, Recently? That became like a huge TikTok I song. I fucking love J. Cole, never, man. Yeah, you never know what's going we were, on. We were just listening all day like all day today. I love that he's like he's not. He's off the grid. He's only yeah. on social media. He has to promote something. Absolutely. He lives in the Carolinas. He's fucking humble. Super he's, humble. Live, he's incredible. Like he's, he's a role model. Like a fucking... Him and Kendrick, like my two top, as far as the ones that aren't in the grid, they come up, they deliver amazing music, man. Always, always, and super like inspiring. You know what I mean? Super like, inspiring. I met I met Cole at a, I think it was a Mac Miller show way way back in the day, and uh, just showed mutual love. You know what I'm saying? And, and just super super sweet. That'd be dude. sick, Cole. Abby and him, man. Fuck. Goodness gracious. I mean, you've always loved hip hop. You were rhyming, like I said. You're going, and you also did. You win like some MC battle at your yeah, direct yeah. effect MTV so Beach House. That's that's what I, that's when we were talking about the Fat Beach yeah. shit. Um, that's so. Um, MTV, remember that show Direct Effect? Yeah, it was man. it was like it was like after Yo, Yo MTV raps yeah. and La La Anthony was a host <laughs> and DJ Clue. They were both the hosts, and I think Clue was sick. Well, let me let me start from the beginning. So, Direct Effect. I saw a commercial like, yo, send a tape in of mm. you rapping, freestyling, whatever, and we'll fly you down to the MTV Beach House at, at, at uh, <laughs> what was on the Jersey Shore? Yeah, Jersey <laughs> so, Shore. So fucking gross. How old were you so then nasty. when this um, happened? 19, okay. probably, 18, 19. And um, yeah, probably 18 or 19. I, I, can't, I, can't, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you, but I was young. Yeah. And uh, so I sent a tape in. And they hit this kid that was our manager at the time, hit him back, and they're like, yo, they want to fly you down to the MTV Beach House to free, to battle some dude. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it, let's go. So we, we all like packed, got in the van, drove down there. And so I don't know who the hell I'm going up against, blah, blah. And I'm like, so we chilled, walked up and down the boardwalk the first night, and then the next day was a taping. And I think DJ Cool got sick, so they had Styles P oh, uh, shit. host this shit. And, um, that's sick. So underrated MC, by the way. Super underrated. Yeah. The ghost, man. The yeah. ghost. I, I love I love styles, man. So um, so the next day is the taping and they come to our hotel and bring us over to where they're taping at. And uh so see this short dude, like I was like, I think that's who I'm battling. And it was and his name I think his name was the he went by oh his name was the his name was the specialist. Okay. And uh, so, like, I'm just sizing this dude up, and this shit is going to be fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, uh, we introduced ourselves, and, like, back then I was going by my rap name, which was Schlep Rock. Sick. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Schlep Rock? Schlep Rock the Bad Luck Woodchuck. Uh, <laughs> don't tell nobody. You ain't heard it the from me. The Bad Luck Woodchuck? The Bad Luck Woodchuck. You have, and and to, you know, I've, I'm still, like, 20... Almost 30, 20 something years later, I'm still trying to find this footage, yo. Damn, um, somebody's got that shit. So, but so homie told like told me he was from he was from uh where not Allentown, PA, mm. um, 
but outside of Philly. Okay. Um, somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it? He was I nah. It, it, it was it was like far from Philly. Okay. You know what I mean, but when we introduced ourselves and where we were from, yeah. I'm like, yo, what? You know, I said my name. I'm from Geneva, Geneva, New York. Blah blah. Yeah. blah. I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm the specialist from Philly. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. In my head, I'm like, nah, nah, you know, fucked up, bro. Like, so, like, when, I, when we started battling, I, I called him. I was like, bro, you said you're from Philly. Like, that's, like, you from three hours away. Like, like, and, like, that's me trying to claim Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck out of here. Like, or Manhattan. Yeah, so, yeah. I, so, I destroyed him, right? And I, the, I, I kind of remember the last line. It was something like, like, I said something like, um, I, I said, I, I, <laughs> I said after after I called him out, out about not being from Philly, I said I just exposed your X Files like Fox Mulder. I'm all for Ninja Turtles combined. You're just a foot soldier. And then Styles Peace dropped the mic and started running around us like, yeah, wow. And I was like, I got this shit, yo. I got this shit. That's fucking amazing, and then, man. So <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse. So, um, so my prize was. Um, for winning the battle, MTV was gonna fly me down to New York, and it was supposed to be like this cool like thing. And I got a cameo in Styles P's next video. Holy shit! So listen, so they fly me down, put me in this shitty ass hotel, like like they do this fake behind the scenes shit. Like, hey yo, you remember me? I'm on the fucking battle, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, <laughs> now I'm here to do a Styles P video, and uh, it's funny because. Uh, Mark Claspell, who did the video, did the fighter video for us. Okay. Years and years later. It's yeah. Funny how shit works out. But if you sneeze, you will miss my ass in this video. I swear. Damn. Literally. And the and the craziest part is, I'm like covering my mouth, so all you see is my hand over. All you see is my hand <laughs> over my face and my eyes like wide open, like for like a half a second. Oh. And shit. so like when the shit's airing, I got like twelve people at the crib, like yo, it's about to be on. It's about to be on. <laughs> It comes, it comes on, and they're like, "Uh, somebody want to rewind that?" Like, I'm like, "Yeah, I ain't see it either, but I'm telling you, I'm in that bitch somewhere." Like, Damn. and we caught the like the the millisecond I'm in that bitch, and I was like, "What's the song man. called again?" Daddy, get that cash. Okay. Yo, everybody's gotta look for that, dude. Like, I I lived that night head down the whole night. Like, Damn. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least you're in there though. It's fucking yeah, exactly. And and not and not the, and beyond that, like. I made really good friends with Styles and like, wow, yeah, we chopped it up during the set. I, I bumped into him a million times after that, and he always rem- like, yo, remember that shit at the at the boardwalk? I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> that battle was sick. Dipset locks was incredible. Oh man. my lord, that was like Bruh. goosebump everything, man. Dude. That yo, that shit literally like it made me fall in love with her again. Mm. And you know what I'm referencing right Hell now. Hell yeah, you know common. Yes, yes, like yes. It made me fall in love with her again. Like, I swear yeah. to God. It was like, yo. It was like, beautiful, ugh. man. And the thing is, it, it, and see, that's the thing is, like, with hip-hop, it's like, you could, it's all right to be cocky. Like, yeah. hip-hop was, you know, like, built on being cocky. Totally. But you show up to a versus unrehearsed, boy, yeah. that cockiness shit is out the window. It's no so matter true, who man. the fuck you are. You know it was hard to watch at times with watching oh, bro, it was, it watching dip sets. It was yeah. cringematic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I was like hurting because like, I, I, I wanted to see like, I wanted to see like it go down, yeah. but like they just mopped them. I know. Mopped them. I know. And, and it also made me forget how many dope fucking songs the locks had, man. Like, man. What what was the the, the album... Is it We Are the Streets, the one that looks like concrete? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yo, you like the locks that yeah, yeah, yeah. That song, fuck you. If y'all thought we wouldn't make it, fuck you. Yeah. Brent, Brent. Oh, they, the, they destroyed They didn't do it. We Gonna Make It. We Gonna. They, they skipped the, some songs, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's so many, so many. Even his solo shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact Damn. the fact that Jada called called my, like, that ain't no New York shit. You don't rap over your tracks in New York. We don't do that shit in New York. I was like, yes. Or right from the jump. He's yes. like, yo, Cameron, you live in Florida. <laughs> Miami, that shit just set the whole tone. I was like, holy shit. That shit was so No good. holds barred. Like, you ever had the like, jewelry on and like uh, Jimmy Jones had the guy come up put the thing on. It's like it so those guys really had any jewelry on. They were straight bars. Like JD Kiss was getting like, it and was incredible, I think, man. I feel, I feel like fucking Dipset forgot half of their shit. Like literally mm. just like letting the track rock. Like I'm like, no. So guys, unprepared, bro. Oh, and the breath control, Jada is just, yeah. It, it was, it was. Yeah, humbling to say the least. You Did know you ever just want to put out a straight boom bap hip hop record? Just you, the, straight rhyming. Did you ever want to do I that? I have actually. So that's, I get that. I get asked that a lot, a lot of times. And um, my my roommate in college, and still one of my best best friends uh, to this day, and pr- now probably one of the dopest tattoo artists in upstate New York. His name's uh, Cy One. We had a, a project, a side project back in the day while gym class was, he was actually in part of gym class for a little while. Okay. And uh, we had a side project called Bernie Allen um, that we started like right around the time that I was about to drop out of college. Okay. And then he ended up, he ended up uh, leaving that semester too. And he moved to my hometown and um, later on, and we wrapped up the Bernie Allen shit there. Um, I'll send it to you. Okay, maybe. yeah. So it never came out. It, it, not we 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 burned our CDs and you know Damn. sold them at gym class shows, but um, but we just we just uh, wrapped up all the music for part two. So um, yeah, I've done a, that, and then um, Bat Squad, which yeah, is Bat just Squad, me yeah, and yeah. That's that's all straight hip hop shit. Yeah. You know what I mean. So um, and I've done a, a ton of features. I don't. You did a lot know, of features, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, the thing is, there's this joint that uh, I did with Wayne and Alchemist Damn. that I cannot find anywhere. Uh, I think the name was... Uh, I can't remember the name wow. of the song, but it was so dope. And I, and it was with Wayne, so I had to snap. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. had to. Like He killed it. What though, if Alchemist has that? He's, he's got to. He's got to. Think he does? Definitely, definitely. Um. It, it, I just just ask him about ask him about the song when Wayne says uh, I got the world in my hand. And the no, I think the song's called I Know Your Name. I okay. know your name. Yeah, I think that's what what it's called. I know your name. And that it never came out. I don't. I think either Damn. it didn't come out or Wayne pro, Wayne yeah. used his verse for, verse for something else. Okay. But the track is silly. It's silly. So I know you're doing solo stuff. So the last gym gym class heroes was Paper Cut Chronicles, and that was 2015. Yeah, paper cut, paper cut part two, two. Yeah, yeah, part yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. That that's was the a, last record. That was what, yeah the last gym cl- yep. gym class. That was the last record. Yeah, and then I put a after that. We, well, we had I think we had three, four four singles that did really really well on that. Yeah, we had a uh, Stereo Hearts, Ass Back Home, The Fighter, and maybe one other one. Um, so we t- we toured on that record for a bit. Yeah, just the three eleven stuff, offspring stuff too. Oh, that was that was like right that was before the pandemic. Okay, okay. That was recently. That was like the last kind of yeah. yeah, a couple a few years ago. Um it was fun as hell too. Yeah, but, my uh, brother my brother was on that. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. <laughs> I, I seen him every day. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. And then you had the single with Sia too, right? 
Yeah, so I that's so your solo. Yeah. I yeah, right um actually that was the I think that's the last song I put out was Golden. And that was yeah, 2015. No, Golden Golden was after Rough Waters. Yeah. That's so I put out I put out a bunch yeah. of singles yeah. uh, after Paper Paper Cut Chronicles 2, but this next uh record will be the first shit i've dropped since damn yeah 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 a spoonful of cinnamon it's a fucking great song Thank man you so much, and you were man. sending me stuff too if you remember maybe during the pandemic too like a couple of things to listen to it's probably in the same record probably i don't know i have some stuff that she sent me in dropbox i had some songs i don't know what it was though it was probably one of them nights <laughs> it was probably one of them nights you know what i I'm got saying? some shit from you too yeah so i don't know if that's from it's from that fucking yeah so when's this record come out um Top of the year, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, um, the next single will be out uh the twenty sixth or twenty second, right? It'll be out the twenty second of this month. It's called uh, "Love Me Back to Life." We shoot the video tomorrow out here. I'm stoked. Yeah, it's um, awesome. It's gonna be fun, man. I'm just stoked to you know this album is pretty. It's almost like fucking shit. I'm sure it's therapeutic too. Is it therapeutic to make? Oh man, like so we record the whole shit in nashville and Damn, like i'd never sick. spent that much time in nashville yeah and it's a vibe down there bro you like, like it. it's it's amazing amazing and um i record the whole shit with uh gym class matt and my man jared um christine kurtstine pretty much uh produced the whole shit like yeah and um being in nashville like just did something to me bro like like and you'll hear it like in yeah. the record like just not being afraid, you know what I mean? Because being so far away from New York where the label or management can just hop in like... Can you get that? I'm sorry, it might be my son. At least, you know, at least you know she got your back. <laughs> <laughs> my dog's wild out. They can he hear, does? Yo, like we have this long ass driveway. They can hear cars like up on a hill. Oh, like, shit. They out. So if anybody comes to the house, like, <laughs> they're getting ripped up. But, oh, she did in Nashville. That's sick, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then... Uh, you know, we figured out the situation with Hopeless, and I and eventually ended up signing with Hopeless, and they're putting it out, which I'm stoked about. Yeah, oh, Hopeless, that's sick, man. Yeah, yeah it's a throwback. Yeah, super throwback, right? And um, so yeah, like they they just like the the feedback I got from them. Yeah, when I when I get when I turn the record in, like I was like, this is what I want. This this is this is the team I need behind me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? to make this shit happen because it was like genuine. Like I could. You know, like it wasn't like, all right, cool. Like now we're gonna put you in the studio with so and so and such and such. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I spent way too much time and money, like, yeah, to make this shit happen. You know what I mean? And um, I'm just super proud, man. Like, like fucking eight, seven, eight years in the making. You know what Fuck. I mean? If you if you put it all put all the time together, yeah. like. So before you're sober and when you're sober, it's like it's amazing, it, man. And it, and it covers everything. I'm sure like the whole time, like the, the album definitely. How many songs on it? Um, how many? How many did clock out? Twelve, thirteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Wow. Like, with like interludes and shit, but um, it's exciting, man. There's a, a lot of shit that didn't make the record as well. Like, you you yeah. you never stop writing, being creative. It seems nah, like you have so much shit know. going on, man. Always, I mean, always writing. You, you, I, I feel like, um. It's it's like muscle memory, man. Like, but I feel like if once I when I stop, I, I get super critical of myself when I get back in. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like, even if it's just like a bar or two, like just to keep you know that that muscle memory and keep just to keep the fucking the 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 gears churning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. Um, a lot of creativity, man. And like you never stop, you never run out. It's always stuff yeah, going on. I mean, you, I mean, is it hard for you to shut your mind off at night? 
Um, like you, yeah, but mostly because of of my fiance. She's up watching okay. fucking <laughs> travel vlogs of people eating food and shit. Okay, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it seems to you some of you seems like somebody have some, always like always thinking of shit. Yeah, man. I mean, either what either whether it's music or art you know what i'm saying yeah i, I just gotta be doing something and you're still doing art too right absolutely absolutely i, I saw you doing the paintings too like mm, during the pandemic yeah, yeah. during that, that, that kept me sane yeah that kept me sane for sure like um yeah I'm, I'm just grateful and blessed to to have these outlets you know what yeah I mean? like and, and you look great it's great to be with you hanging out with you when you're sober because i haven't seen oh, you like yeah, that in so long it's like too damn long yeah like, you look like you look young you look Rested, you know what just I mean? Just turned like, 40, man. Damn, bro. Just turned 40. Last Catching month. up to me, that's fucking crazy. Shit, yeah. Only 40. You've done a lot in your life, damn. Holy it's, shit. It's, it's, it's wild to think about, man. It's a good time for a kid, too. That's a good age. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I had, had that weirdo when I was 30 something. Yeah, like 36 or something. <laughs> that yeah. Weirdo. That um, big weirdo, bro. That big weirdo. He's getting huge. Do you have, do you have any major regrets in your life? Um, that's, damn. Some people that's say. A, that's a real one. That's I know, a real one. I know. Um, I would say the biggest regret is probably the time I lost um, chasing drugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like the, the 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 bridges I burnt with some people, and the time I lost with my band. You know what I mean? Like isolating That's myself real. and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. There there was definitely a lot of downtime. You know what I mean? Sometimes that you know we could have been doing like a lot of cool shit together and um, bonding it. But I mean. You think that like after a while you you get sick of each other, but there's always something fun to do in 100%. whatever town, whatever town you're in. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, are you guys still tight, gym class guys? All um, yeah, me and Matt are like, I mean, that's my brother. You yeah, know what I'm saying? forever. Like, um, yeah, that's me. You've been to a lot, so it's amazing. That's <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You're still close. I mean, yeah, you've been yeah, through a lot of shit together. He's sure. seen you in a all lot different. Of shit. A lot. Of yeah, shit, and um, and you know. Just like you, like never, never, there was never any judgment. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's, and the thing is, like Matt and I never really talked about, you know, like the demons I was battling while we were on tour. But, um, you know, we, like, not too long, like a couple years ago, it was like the first time we actually said. He's like, he's like, I knew, like, he's like, I didn't want, I didn't want to push you further away. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I was like, bro, I get it, I get it. He's like, he's like. You know what I mean? T times I'd be in my bunk like, fuck, like I, I want to go in there and, and sit, t like talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Damn. But like, it's heavy. And so and and it, I mean, and then that's when you realize how fucking selfish that you are. You know, you got people freaking out in the front of the bus, worried about you. You know what I mean? Like, it, Damn. addiction is is some selfish shit. Like, it's probably the most selfish fucking thing you could do. Like, like is be a junkie for sure because that's all you give a fuck you know i mean you know at, at some point you stop giving 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 a fuck about yourself you know what i mean yeah like, let alone you know friends and family like it's it's terrible he's man. a true friend though man with you the whole time for and sure. fucking it's amazing man for sure it was it's probably super stressful and scary for him as well i'm sure absolutely i mean from what do you, you and know if you to be able to sit here and say that honestly it's like fuck man yeah. you're such in a good place man. i'm so happy for you you know what i, I mean like you're that, fucking man. I'm stoked, yeah. stoked for your record, all that. That's love, man. I'm stoked to be here with you, man. Yeah, this like, is awesome, man. For real. I've been stoked for the past three days to come over this <laughs> Do you have any daily rituals you do? Um, You know, since the pan pandemic, like, shit has literally, like, been a I forget what day it is sometimes yeah. now, you know what yeah. I mean? So, but that's something I'm definitely working on now. Like, um... I got my, my little my little workout routine that I do daily. Sick. You know what I'm saying? I started, like, when I... When I was when I did my my little detox or whatever, and uh, I'm just trying to build that up a little more and and 
commit to that for right now. Dude, you're 40 now, bro. You're fucking yeah, yeah. Get a stall <laughs> downhill from here, bro. <laughs> I, know, I already know. I got all the warnings <laughs> at my birthday. You know what I'm saying? You at say my birthday for, party. Yeah, it's yeah, like ex, sure. ex, it's good for your mind to all that shit. For sure. Any for kind sure. of exercise. I always feel good. Like like you know like I go in the house after I do my thing and I'm sit chill. I'm like damn, like it just feels good to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to keep building on adding adding things to that regimen. You know what I mean? That that are per, per productive and and get me out the fucking house. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You always seem like a positive person. You can see yourself like optimist or pessimist. I think I'm a Positivist. Ooh. Like that. That's a new one. My I'm wife says realist. That's a new one. <laughs> I'm a positivist. positivist. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like I, I'll check it from both angles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For a long time until I make a decision, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess, uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always, you know, like hoping for the best, you know what I mean? Like, um, but I do have friends that are, that are totally just like doom and gloom. Everything sucks, mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, Sometimes you need that ba- balance. Of course. You know what I mean? Like you need those But you've sad, been through like, some doom and gloom and you made it out though. So I'm saying though, like sure. you're super, sure. some, some, somebody's keeping you alive and somebody's keeping you focused and Most staying definitely. creative during, during all this stuff, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking amazing. And we definitely believe in yourself. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, the shit, like you said, the shit I've gone through and, and yeah. seeing people fought, like drop off for way less you know what I mean? So like, I'm lucky as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Was was there a, was there a moment for you getting sober now? Or like, fuck, I got. Was there like a rock bottom thing? Or you had a bunch of rock bottoms. I like mean, for this I, recent sober. This so. this this I don't this this was nowhere near a rock bo- bottom at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> my rock bottoms were hard, hard. Okay, okay. Like, crack your head open, rock bottom. But um, I feel like like I had the wherewithal being through the shit I've been through to to recognize that shit was getting out of hand before before all that you know what i'm saying so um i always kind of like every morning kind of pat myself on the back like yeah you you tm that shit you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) plus you have a lady too and so you have love in your life somebody cares about you looking out you know what i mean like tons of fucking friends yeah good friends around you that's the most important thing man it's like not and you it it sucks that it takes you that it takes you so fucking long to realize that you know what i mean well it took me a long time to realize that like all this other shit doesn't mean yeah. shit unless you do have a solid fam and, and people you can turn to. Who the love you and care about and oh, worry absolutely. about you. Absolutely. Do you have to go back and reach out to people and say you're sorry for shit like people do oh, that? Oh, for sure. That's I mean I that's mean, probably heavy early, too. Yeah. Earlier on, like that's part of twelve step program and shit. Like, yeah. You know, like um you know, admitting you're wrong and, and, and the shit that you've done to people and and, and and it's, my list was long, bro. So yeah. I had to make a lot of text messages and phone calls. Yeah, but it was therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? Like even I'm if sure. I didn't, even even if no one got back to me, or or I mean, there was there was times where I get, you know, a phone call or a text back from somebody that was was like, damn, I never really felt that way. Like I never thought you did me wrong. Wow, but like, and like, you saw oh, it that shit. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but like you know, they were like, thanks, like, and shit, like. But that guess, that goes a long way for people though. They're for sure, just, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and and all that shit stays in the back of your head. Like that guilt and, and shame and shit, that shit doesn't go nowhere. So like going through that process kind of helps alleviate that shit. You know For sure. Saying? And like, your family too. Your family's been around the whole absolutely, time. Like absolutely. you're super tight with them. My, I mean, me always like my family's more spread out than they used to be. Yeah. But, um, 
Wait for me. Try to get they my... make trips. I make trips. Okay, this kid's trying to roll up and take my credit card during my fucking podcast. Let me, let me grab that real quick. Are you Max? No, no, are you pulling up on my serious conversation? That's what dads and are And you try to come up and tax my fucking credit card during this fucking serious emotional <laughs> moment with my friend Travi? You're fucking, what is wrong with you? He doesn't give a fuck. Stop. He, he, he mo- doesn't give a fuck. I'm having a moment with my boy, my man right here, man. Get the fuck out of here. I love you. Get out of here. You sh- Yo, you you're fucking 18. You got a job, dude. You're 18. You got a job. Where are you going? Get me some fucking food too, man. We're going to dinner Yo, at he 6. Was, he was running the shit out of I the know, spot he, last my night. My man got like, three incredible Yelp reviews and they fucking brought him in the office. He wears this. Yo, listen. I just want to say that I've never seen anybody in my day and age wear their work hat outside of their work. Nobody's wearing the McDonald's gear when they're out. He's got pride, bro. Shit. He's yeah. got pride in his what fucking they call job. It? What do they call it? In a, what's that, sh- that movie with a homie that plays Deadpool when, he, when they work at the diner? Oh, yeah, they Waiting. got the different things. The Flash. What's that shit called? The Flash the or whatever. Flash like, or, uh, what's your face? It was what's your face from uh, Friends. Yo, what's that shit they call? Flash or what's, oh, it's, what's called. And they, uh, wear, they wear it on their shits like their pride. Flair, yeah. The their flair. <laughs> Max, you got pride from your job, though. We got to be somewhere. We're going to be somewhere at six, man. Shit. Don't get lost. No, Kick it out of my face. I'll, I'll now I forgot where I was in this serious moment with my man right here. You're fucking annoying as fuck. <laughs> well, we know, well, I'm, I'm so happy you're fucking here. I'm so happy you're sober. I'm proud of you. I appreciate it. I didn't know you. what Travi, because last time I saw you was that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've mess. talked. We've texted. Oh, you've been sending me music. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, And I always think to myself, is is it him by himself out there? Or is he have friends around him? And like... Mm-hmm. To know you with Hodge, you're in good hands and you're focused. You have this music coming out and the song's amazing. What's the album called? Never Slept Better. Fuck, Never that's slept fucking better. great, yeah, man. You're going to love it, man. I'm going to send you I'm gonna send you a link. And it's like a sure. new chapter in your life. Like you're Absolutely. 40 years old. You're a fucking happy chapter. with your gay, your fiance, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I, I'm so happy you live in upstate New York away from all that shit, dude. Oh, I love it. It makes me happy it. too because I remember you were in Manhattan for a while in the apartment out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Who the fuck knows what's going on there? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I couldn't I tell you. <laughs> and then uh, you're back. You're back in your roots and your family and all that shit's so fucking important. Yeah, dude, it man. is. It, it really is, man. It really Fuck. is. Fuck. I'm, I'm so proud of you, I'm dude. You've done so much. You've given so much good music to the world, even with, with gym class and with your solo stuff. Thank you so and like, much, and gave likewise, so much. You should know likewise. that you're fucking loved because it's probably sometimes like when you're ahead or you do when you when you were high, like and you're in your little world, like. Pe- don't think people care but people care about you like sure. you, you've changed all lives yourself you know what I mean absolutely. like absolutely. inspire a lot of people so I think people will be so psyched to see and hear the new stuff and just see you as you are now and hear these conversations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can inspire so many people that are going through it or have been through it shit yeah I mean that's you know I mean all we can do is you know like do what the fuck we do live be happy love and be a service you know what I'm saying yeah. like, and, and help I mean, I'm excited. I, for I never you. thought I'd make it to 30. Like real Damn, talk, yeah. And here I am, 40, still hanging on. Yeah, I'm strong. I'm, strong, I'm, excited, strong, I'm excited for you, man. Strong. I want to tattoo you again too. I think absolutely, I've got, and I'll be wide the fuck away. I've, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wide awake, bro. I've got a lot better since I've done that. I, I, I hope fucking, the hell so, because you. Was, I mean, I know it stayed I in. I know I, I might have been asleep, but that shit hurt like yeah. a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's stuck, bro. Shit I know it's stuck. yeah, it looks good. Fuck. Well, they, obviously, Luke Westman's right there. Shout out to Luke. Yeah, his is like the legit one next to you. Here's a f- final thing, fun part. Top five. Oh, it could be it could be inspirations. It could be MCs. It could be artists. Oh, okay, but, just anything. Well, oh, I know Holland Oates is in there, but it inspired yeah. you the most. You know what I mean? Maybe um, saved your life with their music too, as well. Oh wow. Uh, damn, Holland Oates for sure. Yeah, for sure. They better be on your fucking hands. My pops. That's dope. Uh, 
Gangstar. Woo! Um, Nobody talks about Gangstar. Yeah, come on. Incredible. Man. Come on. Um, that's three, right? Yeah, I just got a Guru tattoo recently. Fucking, did you I really? want the logo, but it's just hard to get the logo. I've no. You room know, we for did a Cubist chokehold remix with Guru, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I think it was like, it was during that cycle. So you got to meet him it's and stuff. Floating out there. I, I didn't meet him uh, during when he recorded his verse, but he came out and did it. At, did it with us at a show wow. in New York. I think it was at Knitting Factory when that was open back. <sighs> in the knitting Factory, great shows yeah. out there. Insane. That's maybe what you sang with us at one of the. I don't know if that was show. Maybe it was a Blender Theater. No, Blender Theater. Was it? I thought it was at Terminal 5. Okay. Was it Terminal 5? I thought it was Terminal I 5. We no? came sank thinking water was great. It was a great moment. That shit was so, so awesome. I still got all the pictures from that shit, too. So, Gangstar, yeah. your pops, Hollow Notes. Hall That's Notes. a pretty sick top three. Um, I'm trying to think, like, uh, LP. Woo! Run the Jewels. Damn. And H2O, straight up. Chill out, bro. Um, that ass serious. Should we that say that on another podcast? Only because I'm shit. here. When, I first, when we first met, man. That's like fucked. That. Damn, I'm fucking. Sure. I'm flattered to be in that mix. I want. I want to say too that uh, "Run the Jewels" was like one of the best hip hop records of 2020. <laughs> Easy. So underrated, dude. Ooh, la la, we we. My fiance for Christmas got me a coffee mug that said "Ooh la la, we we." But nobody talked about that record that year. It was incredible. I think it's because it was right before the pandemic. I love Killer Mike too. He's fucking. He's a fucking dude. His voice, his platform, everything about him is fucking. Fucking right, right on. So those are your top five for real, bro. That ass. That ass. Damn. Like being on a spot like that. I'm I mean, in there with gangsters. Give me, give me, give me three, give me three days. <laughs> H2O would still be in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm fucking stoked. Thank you so much for your time. I think I need to double check my notes. I always have to double what check up? my what shit. Up? We covered a lot of shit, right? Okay. I, I know you're fucking. Uh, uh, we, we. Shout nice and smooth, too. Dude, that nice and jam. smooth. Yeah, Ooh. dude. Dude, how amazing was the warp tourism, man? Such a, that was such an important part of our careers, man. So, I mean. <sighs> It was like you did a bunch of those too. Yeah, we did like six or seven. Damn, like and the diversity of that tour, especially mm-hmm. later on. Later on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Later on. Fuck, because they, they used to put all the hip hop acts in his little ass tent. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Ill Bill was in there. I remember that. Yeah, nonfiction did yes, it for us. I love nonfiction. Yep, I remember that. We were on it that that the okay. year that Ill Bill did it. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. That's, really that, that's crazy. another underrated code group. Code of the Cuts tent. That's another underrated group. Nonfiction. Ill Bill, Necro, super underrated. all those dudes, man. Coconostra, Slane. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of underground shit. A beast. He's such a beast. a beast. And a and a great actor too. Amazing actor. Amazing um, actor. Dude, it's crazy. No, my favorite part is in uh <laughs> in which one? In uh in um the the I just watched it the other the day. one when they're the bank robbers. Um the town. The town. Woo! I'm trying to make this shit sound authenticious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what authenticious? <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of word is that? Dude, that's a great one, man. And this yeah, Max saw that for the first time today. He fucking loves it. Oh my god, such a great movie. And you love Company Flow too. That's oh, like one of the first one. Absolutely. The arsonist you get that, into. That that Company Flow is like that first uh Fun Crusher Plus was like my first venture into that, like deep deep new york underground shit yeah it opened me up to so much other shit man and then like the whole def jokes era came where l was just putting out dope artist after dope artist after dope artist you know what I mean? aesop rock Lift, fucking yeah cannibal ox all that shit and i was just like like i remember at one point there was like i mean fuck it the whole def jokes run i can say there was not a single album that that label put out that i did not fuck with wow. even like the uh, there, there was this record, Party Fun Action Committee, which was like a, a jo- it was like a, a like it's like Weird Al Yankovic type hip hop yeah, yeah. shit. Like even that shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was just hilarious. It was just like hip hop comedy, like 
it was like it was like hip hop tenacious D. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so funny. What about what about a new artist, a new hip hop artist that you fuck with, you really love? Um, Are you listening to new stuff? You know what? There's not a lot to be honest with you, but there are, and this is what I tell people, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, you know, there's this, I feel like there's this, uh, and a lot of times it goes unspoken, like the old head versus new generation conversation shit. But like, if you go back and like, you know, like hip hop, like you and I grew up on shit that we like, while, or like when I was in, when I was when I was in high school and everybody was like ah oh, fucking Diddy's wearing his shiny suits and I, yeah. but it's always an alternative because De La still was De La Soul was still putting out dope shit I mean they're like Tribe, artificial right. intelligence like there's there's always an alternative yeah. and and you know people are like this mumble rap shit like ah oh, like blah. I'm like there's always something out there that's like defying that and so like there's there's cats like I love like Isaiah Rashad is one of my favorite uh, rappers right now. Um, Mick Jenkins, I fuck with Anderson Park. Like he's he's, he's he's incredible, the truth, man. The truth, man. Incredible. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lot. Um, what have I listened to lately? Um, there's this artist that that Travis Scott signed named Don Tolliver, who's fucking amazing. Wow. Okay. I like um, Travis too. Yeah. He's, he's there's it, for me it's it's kind of like a it's kind of a there's gaps where like yeah. yo this shit is dope and then I'm just like mm-hmm. and then it comes <laughs> back and I'm like all right all right and I'm like, mm-hmm. but yeah not not to shit on nobody or no for sure today, but um <laughs> <laughs> then there's there's this kid um that I've been heavy into for a while his name's Tom Tripp he's from the UK and uh, he writes and like produces all his own shit super super duper talented um my man West Period. He, he's oh, yeah, just yeah. from out here like um yeah yeah this is just just anybody out there who's bummed on music or the state of music there's always an alternative 100 percent. and we can say the same thing about punk and hardcore oh exactly. it sounds watered down now yeah, it's the, not hard enough but like we're i'm, I'm 51 you're 40 mm-hmm. it's like everything's going to change and for sure always does and we're, always not, we're not supposed to understand all of it but mm-hmm. we should respect it and appreciate it still here absolutely you know absolutely. what i mean i love turnstiles are my favorite yo we just just listening to that turnstile is so ridiculous. I saw him live last week for the second time, and it, and it just it, it just embodies everything that I love about punk, hardcore, pop, hip hop, energy, positivity. They're so fucking talented. Their songs are so good. They're great kids. You know, that's a group of these kids from Baltimore and the East Coast vibe. Mm-hmm. Trapped under ice. Um, Angel Dust, all these bands together, they're fucking awesome, dude. So insane, dude. I love them, man. So cr- yo, like we were listening to uh, that, like I had three eleven vibe. Yeah, it's it's all over the fucking place. Yeah. That's what I love. It's like when there's no ceilings, you know what I'm saying? Like no restraints. Just fucking make dope shit. You exactly. Know what I'm like like that's the model. Like we have two two models when I'm in the studio. Is DTS, which is Dare to Suck, <laughs> and MDS, which make dope shit. You know what wow. I mean? Like it's like take Dare chances, to suck. fucking, and go for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so if, if Turnstile is the future, I'm fucking, I'm so proud. Like I'm <laughs> proud. Real. Like that's as an cool. older hardcore dude, like that's like, and just live, just everything about it is just fucking dope. Mm-hmm. And they have cool samples on the record, just yeah, interludes. Yeah. Like for real, it's, 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 it's one of those ones you you can definitely. It's just a, it's a vibe all the way. You know what and, I mean? And when you hear like. The inspiration of bands that we grew up on, mm-hmm. it's such a respectful um, taste on it. And, and I don't know, do you want to hear like, oh, that sounds like that. That's the, that's the best thing I liked about that band mm-hmm. that they're inspired. You know what I'm saying? They exactly. take, take the best of, yeah, of their influences. Dude. Like, yeah, exactly. Everybody there, girls, guys, 
Yeah, dude, it's such a diverse crowd, mm-hmm. young, old. Like the other night, I was with Fletcher and Doug from Dagnasty, and everybody's rocking out. It's all young kids diving up. Mm-hmm. We're all wearing it. We're just wearing our masks, chill, watching these kids go. <laughs> I just felt so old, but I felt so proud. Like, this is Absolutely. fucking sick. Yup, yup, Picking yep. each other up. But you guys built a platform from platform from the jump off of you know what i'm saying thank like, you man absolutely. thank you like you you guys come on you already know you already <laughs> know son you already know son well thank you man this has been fucking awesome man i appreciate you hitting well, me up uh, you guys coming on, on like man. i'm honored you guys want to come on my shit i'm honored to be here bro thank you man i, I, guess hope, I hope i left a little new york in the, in the kitchen for you you did for sure <laughs> It's only uphill now. Now it's Joe Rogan next for you, man. Oh, shit. From the circuit. <laughs> for real. All right. Thank you so much, Trav, for being here. No, thank you for being a brother. Yo, man. love you, man. Hodge, great seeing you. Thanks for being here. Max, no thanks to you for interrupting my pod, my fucking moment. <laughs> no thanks to you. Moment with my man. We have like a fucking moment. Yes, for the credit card. You're 18. He tried, to be, he tried to be slick about it, though. He was like trying to do the slide. You were like, what? Fucking 18 with a that job. dad hand. Man, I haven't worked in two years, motherfucker. This guy's got a full-time job. Leave me alone. All right. Um, they can find you online, just your name, right? Yeah, yeah. just Travis McCoy uh, on all socials, right? And the record's on Hopeless? Yep. Sick, man. Shout out to Hopeless, Lewis, So Tobin, cool. That's part of the fan for so many years, fan. man. Yeah, they're great, man. Shout out to Fall Out Boy, too, man. They oh, fucking man. I wouldn't have a fucking career if it wasn't for those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Wouldn't have a career. That's a so. sick reunion, too, them coming back and being bigger than they were. It's fucking incredible. I wanted Crushing. to see that tour so bad. Like, I was going to have Andy on, but they have to stay in their bubble on this tour. I get it. They were at the yeah. forum last week. Mm-hmm. But a great band, great dudes. Fuck yeah. Love but yeah, it was a big part of your life too. That's amazing. We'll have to do part two someday. We got to. We got to. The sober Travi. I'm fucking so psyched, man. <laughs> I had no idea what today's gonna be, man. I'm so like so fucking psyched, man. Well, I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I'm glad I didn't let you down. And, and you're and, aging well and take too. A nap. Take a yeah. nap. Thanks, and man. You look like, good. I'll send you a picture of my dad. I'm I'm gonna look like this for a while. And you got good hair too, man. You got a fucking <laughs> you got good hair too. Thanks. I'm dude. jealous of that. Thanks. All right, thank you, bro. Peace. Hey y'all, Liquid Death's been so kind to give me a promo code. So for your first purchase on liquiddeath.com, go to liquiddeath.com slash O-L-O-C and you get a free set of koozies with your first purchase of H2O, still or sparkling. Uh, If not, you can try it also at Whole Foods or 7-Eleven. Use the promo code O-L-O-C for your first purchase of Liquid Death. Thank you, Liquid Death, for your support. Appreciate you so much. Murder your thirst. H2O saves lives, y'all.